Volume 23, the Sikha, the first Sikha on Balak. This article is called a Torah portion called Balak. Being that the names of the Torah portions are established as a Jewish custom and we are taught a custom of our fathers, alternately of Israel, is Torah, hence the name of a Torah portion is Torah. Thus the question, how can a Torah portion be named after a wicked person when Torah law mandates the... That, I'm sorry, mandates upon the verse in Proverbs, what is the meaning of, but the name of the wicked shall rot? How does the name rot? And it goes on to say that we do not call others by their names. Rashi says a person should name, should name his son after a wicked person. Additionally, the far more pertinent antagonist in our Torah portion is Bilam and not Balag. Firstly, most of the portion speaks of Bilam's prophecy. And secondly, it is Balak who brings, it is Bilam who brings the greatest of blessings to Israel, including the prophecy concerning our final redemption through Mashiach. Why then is the Torah portion called Balak and not Bilam? Now, the prohibition in Exodus, the verse says, and the name of the gods of others you shall not mention, has an interesting stipulation in the Talmud. The idols that are written in the Torah are permissible to mention their name. Therefore, maybe we can say the same, that the we do not call others by their names does not apply on the names of the wicked people mentioned in the Torah. However, even so, that there is no prohibition to mention the name, but why purposely select the name of the wicked Balak? The Toysvis on the verse speak to the children of Israel and they camped in front of Baal-Tzaphon. Baal-Tzaphon is the name of an idol in those days. So Tosis says, how can the Torah do this when the law is, it is forbidden for one to say, wait for me at the side of idol so-and-so. To which Toysvis answers that the prohibition applies only to mankind, but not to God. However, upon this, the rabbis ask, why do the Teisvists need to revert to such an answer when we already have the law? All the idols that are written in the Torah are permissible to mention their name. Therefore, we must say that Teisvists sees this rule applicable only for one using the name of an idol in passing without giving it any importance, such as wait for me besides idol so-and-so. For by doing this, the idol is being given a substance. Hence, the question becomes even stronger. Why canonize Balak, the wicked, with a Torah portion? The answer demands a deeper understanding of Tosa's answer. The prohibition does not apply to God. The reason behind the prohibition is in order not to give any substance to the idol. So that what is the difference if this is done by man or by God? On the contrary, only upon God's speech is it said, our sages say, the word of the Holy One, blessed be he, is a deed. Rabbi Eleazar ben Shmuel of Metz, one of the Tosfis sages, known by his work, Sefer Yireim, gives us some insight on the matter. The reason why the idols that are written in the Torah are permissible to mention by, by their name is because being that the Torah mentions it, the idol, definitely it was nullified. Now, the meaning is that the Torah mentions an idol expressing its nothingness, either through a direct statement, such as the verse, you are lost, P, 
people of Chemosh, and Rashi says that Chemosh was more a god of the Moabs, or by telling us that because Israel became attached to the Balpaor, a plague broke out and took the lives of many of Israel. Therefore, the being that Torah mentions it, the idol, definitely it was nullified by the Jew. This is what the Uraim goes on to conclude. From the very reason expressing its nothingness, that very reason that the Torah mentions it, we are permitted to mention it. For the Torah accomplished and embedded within the Jew that the idol is absolutely naught, and the Jew is likewise expressing its nothingness when mentioning the idol. And with this, we can understand the answer to our question of why we would purposely name a Torah portion Balak. The Torah portion is expressing the nullification of Balak's request, curse for me this nation, and maybe I will be able to smite them. So too, Israel's naming the portion Balak is to express his nullification. Now, with Balak, not only was his plan nullified, but by Balak hiring Bilam, the Jews received the highest blessing. Now, nullifying an idol is to completely eradicate its denial of the oneness of God. However, Balak's animosity to Israel brought to Bilam's trying to curse for me this nation, transforming to ultimate blessings and greatness to Israel. Hence, the portion is named Balak and not Bilam. This is why it is here that the Torah reveals of the Messianic era. Being that for one of the novelties of the Messianic era is the transformation of the very nations who ruled over us. As Isaiah says, they will be transformed into and kings shall be your nursing fathers and their princes your wet nurses.